0: Welcome to my podcast. Today's question, what is love? In Sufism, there is a beautiful word for love and it is called Ishq. Ishq is a Sufi word and Sufism is the path of love, spiritual love. Sufism is the way of transforming Human Consciousness into Ishq, Love Ishq is the higher form of love, something superb, something beyond the reams of human mind, something that blossoms and grows within the depth of your heart. It is in the heart that the seeds of love, Ishq, blossoms. When there is love in our heart, only love will come out. A small atom can explode into tremendous power. Similarly, each cell of your heart can explode into tremendous love. And that love, the love that comes from the deepest center of your heart, is Ishq. It is beautiful. It is pure bliss. Don't confuse ordinary love, mohabbat, with spiritual love, ishq. In Sufism, ordinary love is called mohabbat. Mohabbat is the so-called ordinary love, which is just an emotion, a sentiment. Ordinary love is superficial. It is more of the mind and less of the heart. Ordinary love is changeable because the nature of the mind is to change. Ordinary love can dissolve because it is just a sentiment. You like someone today, tomorrow you may not. One day you love the person, you are ready to die for that person and another day you are ready to kill the same person. That is how relationships break when they are formed on the basis of like or ordinary love and not spiritual love. The mind is elusive, mind is a make-believe. Your mind creates an illusion of love, when in reality, it is just a like. And this is significant, you have to overcome your mind. It is only when you overcome your mind that you could listen to the real voice within. The voice of your heart and the heart is always right. The heart is always right. If there is a question of choosing between the mind and the heart, because the mind is a creation of the society, it has been educated, it has been given to you by the society, not by existence. The heart is unpolluted, it is pure existence, hence it has a sensitivity. Ishq is the matter of the heart. And not of the mind. The mind likes. The heart loves. Understand the difference. A Sufi saint says. Log mohabbat mein sharabi bante hai. Ishq ne mujhe namazi bana diya. How beautiful is this quote. It means people become drunkards in ordinary love. Mohabbat. But spiritual love, Ishq, has transformed me into a prayerful man. Mind is elusive. It can make you believe that what you like is love. And that is how you are trapped. You fall in a relationship believing that it is love. But in reality, it is just a like. And it takes no time for a like to change into a dislike. One moment you are nice to the person you love. And the other moment you are nasty. That is not love. That is not Ishq. Ishq or love has immense depth. Ishq is a spiritual love. It is beyond the reams. Of ordinary physical love. It is Ishq or spiritual love that brings immense confidence, courage and strength to surrender, to sacrifice, to do the unimaginable, something superb, something beyond the limits of the mind. Like or the ordinary love is on the surface. Love is beyond the circumference. Ishq or true love is mad, it is crazy, it is selfless and it is ready to sacrifice. And such a love, such a selfless love is only experienced when you are willing to die for each other. When there is no demand, no condition, no fear, no selfishness, But just love flowing. True love is happy when it is able to give something. Always remember true love is selfless. It is prepared to sacrifice. During the Second World War, there were two great friends who were soldiers. These two soldiers were very friendly. One evening, one soldier came back to the trench, but found that his friend had not returned. Many people had been killed on the front. He was afraid. Was his friend killed too? He inquired and then somebody said, We are not certain that he is killed, but he was so terribly wounded that it was impossible for him to come to the trench. By now, he must be dead. It was getting dark, and the enemy was still firing madly, but the soldier wanted to go and search for his friend. His commanding officer said, No, this is foolish, but he didn't listen to him, and went to search for his friend. It was very difficult to search in the dark, and there were thousands of dead bodies all around. He looked and looked, and in the middle of the night, he returned, dragging his friend's dead body on his back. He himself was terribly wounded and was bleeding. He too was dying. The moment he reached the trench, he fell on the floor with the body of his dead friend. The officer came and said, I told you not to be foolish. It was not worth it. Now you know what you have done to yourself. The friend is dead and you are dying. The dying man opened his eyes. He was in the pool of his blood. Too many injuries on his body. And in that utter pain he said, But it was worth it. Because when I went there, he looked at me and said, Jim, I knew you would come. This is love. This is Ishq. This is the essence of a true friend. Friendship is the highest form of love. You think you have many friends, but in reality, there are only one or two with whom you resonate, with whom the depth of understanding has gone beyond the reams of the mind. Where verbal words have stopped and the voice of the heart has connected. Where communication happens in silence. No words, no noise, pure silence. Truth is found only when you are breathing in silence, deep silence. Until the mind stops talking, The soul won't start speaking, and the truth, the solution to all your problems and miseries is found not by the mind, but by your soul, yourself. Albert Einstein says, I think 99 times and find nothing. I stop thinking, swim in silence, and the truth Comes to me. What a beautiful quote from a beautiful man. Let there be more silence in your life. Let there be more peace in your life. Meditate. Action is what Krutika wants. Krutika is closely related to Lord Kartikeya. And Lord Kartikeya was a great Kshatriya warrior. He was the brother of Sri Ganesha and was known for his courage. Lord Kartikeya is also known as Lord Murugan in South India. He is the warrior god. And so when moon falls in Kritika nakshatra, then the person becomes a highly action-oriented person. It is a good quality, because there are many who continue to dream, but never take the necessary action. To achieve your dreams, you need to act first. That is exactly what moon in Kritika natives are good at. They take action. They are highly action-oriented fellows. They will simply <coughs> they will simply jump first and then think later. In one of the greatest book of wisdom, Das Bodh, written by Saint Samartha Ramdas Swami, it is mentioned in Marathi language. Keliane hot Ahere which means, by doing it happens. So first, you should do it. Saint Ramdas simply wants you to realize that action is required. Only by taking action, you can achieve your dreams, your goals and your mission a true seeker should definitely read the wonderful insightful divine book of wisdom das bodh. das means servant and bodh means self realization around 500 years ago samarth ramdas swami the guru of shivaji maharaj scripted this divine book which is now being translated in English for a wider reach. Kritika is good at taking action. Now it all depends on what is the quality of your horoscope. Are you an evolved soul? Are you a meditative being? Because only then can you use this action-oriented quality of kritika for a good cause, for a good purpose. My birthright is a favorite phrase of Krutika moon natives as well as those born with. My birthright is a very favorite phrase of Krutika moon natives. They always want to secure their rights, be it human rights, legal rights, but they want to ensure that they get what they are entitled for. Evolved soul having moon in Kritika nakshatra will never stand in justice. They will fight back for justice. Remember, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Rahu Krittika natives rejoice when they are able to fight back and attain the crown of righteousness. It is always good to have a friend. (coughs) Moon Kritika natives rejoice when they are able to fight back and attain the crown of righteousness. It is always good to have a friend having moon in Kritika because such a friend has the courage to fight for you especially if you are being sidelined or mistreated by others. These natives will give you confidence by saying, don't worry, I am here for you. Kritika natives are those kind of friends who will remain with you. When the whole world goes against you, they are the ones who will stand with you. They are the Karna of this modern age reminds me of a beautiful story the story of two friends on the backdrop of the second world war two soldiers were very friendly great friends one evening one soldier comes back to the trench but finds that his friend has not yet returned many people have been killed on the front he becomes afraid is his friend killed he inquires and then somebody says We are not certain that he is killed, but he was so terribly wounded that it was impossible for him to come to the trench. By now he must be dead. It is getting dark now. And the enemy is still firing madly. But the soldier wants to go and search for his friend. The officer says, No, this is foolish. But he doesn't listen to the officer. He goes. It is very difficult in the dark and there are thousands of dead bodies all around. He looks and looks and in the middle of the night he returns, dragging his friend's dead body on his back. He himself is now terribly wounded. He cannot survive. The moment he reaches the trench, he falls on the floor with the body of his dead friend. The officer comes and says, I told you not to be foolish. It was not worth it. Now you know what you have done to yourself. The friend is dead and you are dying too. The dying man opened his eyes and he said, But it was worth it. Because when I went there, he looked at me and he said, Jim, I knew you would come. For love, life can be sacrificed. It is worth it. We have been taught just the contrary. Sacrifice everything just to be alive. Just to survive. Sacrifice everything. However, the Master teaches you to be loving to sacrifice everything. <coughs> Such is the spirit of Krutika nakshatra, the spirit of love, the spirit of sacrificing everything for a higher cause, a higher purpose. But unfortunately, many people and so-called Pandits have simply defamed this beautiful fiery nakshatra simply because they cannot stand the truth. They are wolves and not tigers like Kritika Nakshatra. People having moon people having a moon in Kritika generally don't like to retire. Retirement is not something they desire for. They want to continue working until they take their last breath. The wise never retires. I have been with great spiritual masters and I have seen them fully active in serving people until their last breath. And so one should never retire. You may get an official retirement after the age of 58 in a government office. However, you should ensure that you remain active By doing something constructive for the society in general. (coughs) Family, wealth, accumulation of wealth, treasury is what the native is obsessed with. Power is what they want. But this power is basically to strengthen their treasury and bank balance. They want power. To secure their future. Taurus is a sign that deals with the practicalities of life. It is a highly romantic. But you should remember that the word romance is defined as adventure in the English dictionary. And so Taurus men and women go through many adventures in life. Some are tragic. Some are enlightening. But there is always action in their life. Being a son's nakshatra, the native is more individualistic. He follows his heart. He believes in living life by being yourself. Kritika is hot, but this hotness is not of Mars. This hotness is of Sun, the source of our universe. Mars' hotness is simply sexual. Sun's hotness is highly spiritual. Understand the difference. savor the difference. Placed in the fiery sign of Aries and romantic sign of Taurus, Krittika, the nakshatra of sun is all fired up to get things done. The fire to learn, the courage to take risks is what makes Krittika a very special nakshatra. And when moon is in Krittika, these qualities simply are exaggerated. <coughs> Sun's sharpness comes naturally to a Moon Krittika native. Being ethical, being truthful, being sincere and most importantly taking the lead, taking the initiative is something that a Moon Krittika native loves to do. Kritika can do something new that is out of the blue. A woman born with moon in Kritika is indeed the tomboy of the house. She can take the responsibility on her shoulders and take care of her parents. A Kritika woman will never give up. She is a born friar. She is a born fighter. She can also become a good single mom. And so Kritika is a nakshatra that can carve its own name in gold. It has the ability to bring a certain uniqueness to your individuality. <coughs> Mohan's sister Mala asked, What is the spiritual significance of Krittika Nakshatra? I said to Mala, You have asked what others won't think of asking. I will tell you now the spiritual significance of this great nakshatra, kritika. Kritika nakshatra is connected with Lord Dattatre. Lord Dattatre is represented as having three faces, one of Lord Brahma, the second of Lord Vishnu and the third of Lord Shiva. In simple words, it signifies that this is the only deity that has attained the strength of Brahma, Vishnu and Mahesh, that is Shiva. All the three gunas, Rajas, that is royal, Sattvic, that is pious, and Tamas, that is fighter, are found in Lord Dattatre. And so one who worships Lord Dattatre, attains the blessings of all the three devatas, Brahma, Vishnu and Shiva. He becomes invincible. He attains great spiritual heights. (coughs) Now you must be wondering, that what connects Kritika with Lord Dattatre? The bridge that connects Kritika with Lord Dattatreya is the holy Audumbar tree. Audumbar or Udumbara is known as blue lotus in Buddhism. In English, it is called the redwood fig tree or the cluster fig tree. This divine tree is the favorite of Lord Dattatreya. And the tree that comes under Kritika Nakshatra is also the Audumbar tree. So those who have moon in Kritika should definitely worship this holy divine tree, the Audumbar tree, on every Thursday. Thursday is the day of Lord Dattatreya. And across India especially in the state of Maharashtra, Karnataka and Gujarat, the Divine Tree Audumbar is worshipped by the devotees of Lord Dattatreya. The significance and importance of the greatest deity that the world had ever known is found in the golden words of Bhagawan Raman Maharshi. Bhagawan Raman Maharshi quotes, Dattatreya is the universal guru, isn't he? And he has said that, that the whole world was his guru. If you look at evil, you feel you should not do it. So he said, evil also was his guru. If you see good, you would wish to do it. So he said that good also was his guru. Both good and evil, he said, were his gurus. It seems that he asked a hunter which way he should go, but the latter ignored his question as he was intent upon his aim to shoot a bird above. Lord the Tatra saluted him, saying, You are my guru. Though killing the bird is bad, keeping your aim so steadfast in shooting the arrow as to ignore my query is good thereby teaching me that I should keep my mind steadfast and fixed on Ishwara, on God. You are therefore my Guru. In the same way, he looked upon everything as his Guru, till in the end he said that his physical body itself was a Guru, as its consciousness does not exist during sleep and the body does not exist should therefore not be confused with the soul. Dehatma Bhavana, the feeling that the body is the soul. Therefore that too was a guru for him. While he looked upon the whole world as his guru, the whole world worshipped him as its guru. How beautifully Bhagavan Ramana Maharshi describes, reveals the significance and importance of lord dattatreya just look at just look at the positivism the hunter ignores lord dattatreya but he makes the hunter as his guru because through him he has learned something new see the positivism see the quality of constant learning from situations i humbly prostrate to the deity of my many past births, Lord Dattatre. <coughs> I humbly prostrate to the greatest deity, Lord Dattatre. One who worships the divine tree Audumbar, that is the cluster fig tree, receives the blessings from Lord Dattatre. And Kritika Nakshatra as well. The first Nakshatra of the Zodiac cycle is Ketu's Nakshatra Ashwini. From nothingness we are born. Ketu is that nothingness. The second Nakshatra of the Zodiac cycle is Venus Nakshatra. The second nakshatra of the zodiac cycle is the Venusian nakshatra bharani. This beautiful human body, all the organs of this human body. This beautiful human body. All the organs of this human body are the blessings of Bharani, Goddess Venus. And the third nakshatra of the zodiac cycle is Sun's nakshatra, Kritika. Body is formed, but consciousness, awareness, comes through the divine light of the sun, Kritika. To such a sharp fiery nakshatra of Sankritika, i humbly prostrate and pray that may all my followers are blessed by its divine light <coughs> the great hugging saint of kerala known as ammachi of kerala is born on Kritika nakshatra. I have been stating again and again that Kritika is a highly spiritual nakshatra. But people have become parrots and they cannot think anything beyond scriptures. Remember, intelligence is dangerous. Intelligence means you will start thinking on your own. You will start looking around on your own. You will not believe in the scriptures. You will believe only in your own experience. Ammachi of Kerala, often known as Amma, is an Indian Hindu spiritual leader and a humanitarian who is revered as the hugging saint by her followers. In 2018, she was felicitated by Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi for largest contribution to the Government of India's Clean India Campaign, Swachh Bharat Mission. She was the first recipient of Vishwaratna Puraskar, Gem of the World Award by Hindu Parliament. Such a great woman sent is born with moon in Kritika Nakshatra her ascendant is Leo rising Magha Nakshatra one significant quote of Amma is if Japa that is chanting Is maintained. No useless talk during work will be possible. The mind will always remain peaceful. Modern day diseases are mostly psychosomatic. Chanting will bestow good health to both mind and body. I truly love those saints and masters who emphasize on the significance of chanting. Amma of Kerala is one of them. Guru Nanak is one of them. Srila Prabhupada is one of them. Gondavalekar Maharaj is one of them. Kabir Bhagwan Raman Maharshi. Bhagwan Nityananda Swami of Ganesh Puri. All the great divine masters have emphasized on chanting the holy mantra daily, but who wants to listen? But those who have listened, those few who have listened are truly the blessed ones. My sharing is only for those few men and women. They are the future Buddhas. Remember. The mind can be controlled only by chanting the mantra with love and devotion. If you chant like a parrot with no depth at all, then nothing will change in your life. So whatsoever you do, do it with complete devotion and love. Chant the mantra with love and devotion. Amma of Kerala quotes, The mantra which is of the nature of power enters the heart of the disciple from within the Guru, a knower of Brahma. Just as water is used for external cleanliness, internal purity is gained through initiation. When a spark of fire is blown upon and ignites, it becomes a great power. The power of chanting is beyond the power of words. The power of chanting cannot be expressed in mere words. Remember, when you do absolutely nothing to bring a positive change within you, when there is absolutely no effort to bring self-transformation by adhering to a sattvic way of life, then you are always going to mentally suffer in life. Always remember, suffering is necessary as long as you are asleep. The moment you wake up, suffering ceases to exist. Then you truly start enjoying every moment of life. The key is to wake up and that is possible only when you start turning inwards and realize that the light of consciousness is within you. The fire of suffering becomes the light of consciousness. So stop whining over your suffering and start learning from your suffering. The more you learn, the more you learn, the more you you become aware and then This awareness will burn up your ignorance. Yesterday Mohan's sister Mala asked, Do mental tendencies that is Vasanas come from this birth or from previous birth? I said, Mala, whatsoever you have done in your last birth, whatsoever you have done in your last birth, the results of those deeds, those karma is manifested in this birth. And so now in this birth, you should prevent the addition of new karmic cycle. And that is possible only when you stop reacting and start responding. And to make this happen, the only way is by turning inwards, meditating and chanting daily. There is no other miracle in this world than the miracle that happens through chanting. Guru Nanak says, Nam Japo, meaning chant the name of the Holy Lord. The first words that he uttered became the Mool Mantra. The Mul Mantar is actually his own God experience, which he utters in the following words. He quotes, There is one God named Truth, the Creator, without fear, without hate, timeless in form, beyond birth, self-existent known by the grace of the Guru. These golden words of enlightenment became the Mool Mantra of Sikhism. How beautiful is this? The Mool Mantra is thus the root formula or the root statement of Sikhism. Similarly, Jainism has the Navakar Mantra. It is the most significant mantra in Jainism and one of the oldest mantras in continuous practice. This is the first prayer recited by the Jains while meditating. It is as follows. Namo Arhantanam, Namo Siddhanam, Namo Ayaryanam, Namo Uvajhyanam, Namo Uvajhyanam. Namo Vajjayanam, Namo Loe Savasahunam Namo Loe Savasahunam. What it means is as follows. I bow to the Arihans. I bow to the Siddhas. I bow to the Acharyas. I bow to the Upadhyayas. I bow to all the sages of the world. This five-fold solution this five-fold salutation completely destroys all the sins. And of all the auspicious mantras, it is indeed the foremost auspicious one, that is the Navakar mantra. Similarly, Islam, Buddhism and Christians also have their own set of mantras. The essence of this sharing is that every religion have emphasized on chanting the mantra. I think evolved souls born with moon in Kritika can really progress much faster if they take to daily chanting since Sun, the Lord of Kritika is indeed the greatest spiritual energy of this universe. Lord Sun is the source of consciousness. To me, Sun is the Supreme God Without sunlight, I cannot imagine living this human life. The sun and planets represent the spiritual consciousness in the heaven world. The signs of the zodiac represent the astral or psychic consciousness, and the houses of the horoscope as a whole represent the physical consciousness. Surya Namaskar and the Surya Mantras are therefore the greatest solution to all the problems of your life. If you do Surya Namaskar daily and while doing recite, the twelve Surya Mantras, then you will always remain healthy and happy. Remember my words. Sevor my words. The twelve Surya Mantras are as follows. Om Mitraya Namaha Om Ravaye Namaha Om Suryaya Namaha Om Bhanaveya Namaha Om Khagaya Namaha Om Pushneya Namaha Om Hiranyagarbhaya namaha. Om Maricheya namaha. Om Adityaya namaha. Om Savitre namaha. Om Arkaya namaha. Om Bhaskaraya namaha. Surya, Kritika born natives should daily recite these twelve Surya mantras for good health and happiness in life. Performing home. Or Havan is also very beneficial for Kritika born natives since Agni, fire, is also the presiding deity of Kritika nakshatra. <coughs> a woman born in Kritika is always a great support for her family. It may happen that her brothers may turn out to be weak, but she takes the whole responsibility on her shoulders and takes care of her whole family. I personally admire women born in Kritika. They indeed are very strong women. You can say that they are the modern age woman who takes all the challenges of life and succeeds in attaining her goals and dreams. Remember, the key is to meditate. The key is to devote your time to God. The key is to start chanting the holy mantra. One beautiful, holy and soothing mantra that can bring much prosperity and peace in your life is Om Ramakrishna Hari. Om Ramakrishna Hari, Om Ramakrishna Hari. (coughs) You will realize the power of chanting only when you start chanting. So get started because life is short. I may be dead by tomorrow, you may be dead by tomorrow. We never know when the exit call would come. We never know when death will strike us. So use this precious moment to grow inside out. For the real growth is the growth within. Meditate and chant every day. Jai Sri Ganesha, Jai Guru. Ayanamsa is applicable based on the consciousness of the individual whose horoscope you are studying. Lower degrees Ayanamsa, such as Usha Shashi Ayanamsa, Yukteshwar Ayanamsa, Raman Ayanamsa are applicable for individuals having a higher level of consciousness, awareness. However, the majority is not living with much awareness. To such a majority the Lahiri Ainamsha or the true Chitra Paksha Inamsha or Fagan Bradley Ainamsha or KP Ainamsha is applicable. That is the reason that why these ainamshas work in most cases because the majority comprises of common men and common women. When I say common men and common women, it has nothing to do with bank balance. It has more to do with your self-growth. <coughs> the less the effort to focus on self-growth, the more is the person common. And the more the focus on self-growth, the more the person is spiritual, is special. So first observe whether the person is spiritual or not. If he or she is spiritual or is taking efforts for spiritual growth, for self-growth, then definitely Raman Ayanamsa, Yukteswar Ayanamsa or Shashi Ayanamsa will work for them. The recent Ayanamsa, that is the Pushya-Paksha Ayanamsa, is also close to these spiritual Ayanamsas, because all these classified Ayanamsas fall within the range of 22 degrees to 19 degrees. So any Ayanamsha that falls between 22 degrees to 19 degrees is going to work for spiritual people or for those who are meditative souls. In future also many more Ayanamshas will be invented and many may also fall in this category that is between 22 degrees to 19 degrees. Always remember, life is a constant change. Every human being is changing based on the efforts he or she takes towards their spiritual growth, towards their self-growth. And therefore, it may happen that as self growth happens, as you start progressing on your spiritual path, your horoscope may start connecting more with the spiritual Ainamshas, such as Raman, Yukteswar, or Usha Shashi or for matter, Pushyapaksha Inamsha. As mentioned, these four Ainamshas are highly classified ones and will work more on souls belonging to the higher level of consciousness. (coughs) (coughs) For the rest of the population, the majority that is still to embark on the spiritual path, for such men and women, the daily routine Ayanamsa of Chitra, that is Lahiri Ayanamsa, Or true Chitra Paksha Ainamsha or KP Ainamsha will work. And since one deals more with this majority chunk of population, the higher degree Ainamshas work more effectively than the classified spiritual (coughs) Ainamshas. i respect every ayinamsha and i hate those who try to claim that this ayinamsha is the only ayinamsha that works that is never possible because that is never possible because we are dealing with human beings and so one set of ruler that is Ayanamsa, cannot be used for all human beings since every human being is unique. Remember, nobody is superior, nobody is inferior, but nobody is equal either. People are simply unique, incomparable. Incomparable. You are you. I am I. Every human being is unique and this uniqueness is purely based on his or her level of consciousness. (coughs) It is said that in Nadi astrology, the thump impression of yours changes. If you start taking efforts towards self growth, towards your self transformation. Similarly, as you grow spiritually, the higher consciousness Aynamsha, such as Yukteswar Aynamsha, Raman Pushya Pushyapaksha Aynamsha, or Usha Shashi Aynamsha, will start resonating with you. Remember, Nobody on this planet can prove or claim that a specific Ayanamsa is the only Ayanamsa that works great simply because the level of consciousness differs from person to person. (coughs) From ages this question has not been answered with a specific conclusion. Because there is no conclusion to human destiny. Everything is changeable only if you are willing to let change happen within you. And that is possible only when you learn to live your life in deep surrender. Bhagawan Ramana Maharshi quotes, Surrender itself is a mighty prayer. How beautiful is this! And how deep! A man who lives in total surrender to his master, his guru, is indeed a man of worth. And a man who surrenders and never takes the claim of being a doer is indeed a highly evolved person. Bhagwan Raman Maharshi says, The difficulty is that man thinks he is the doer. It is a mistake. It is the higher power which does everything and man is only a tool. If he accepts that position, he is free from troubles. Otherwise, he courts them. The reason every other person claims that this aynamsha works or that aynamsha works is because each person is experiencing based on his or her level of consciousness. It is therefore not a good idea to stick to one aynamsha because life is never stuck to one thing. Life is like a river, a flowing river. It is always flowing, always. That is how a true spiritual person is. (coughs) That is how a true spiritual person is. He does not belong to any one religion because he is perfectly aware that God has no religion. The master says, people sometimes ask me, what religion are you? I always answer by saying, I am a little part of all religions and a big part of no religion. There is no perfect religion and there is no one perfect ainamsha This mindset of finding perfection in a specific one ainamsha is dangerous Because perfection is a myth. Chase excellence and not perfection. A perfectionist is an egoist person and he makes other people's life a hell too. So stay away from a perfectionist. Perfection is not possible, however, totality is possible. Be total. Don't be bothered by perfection. Replace the word perfection by totality. Don't think it in terms that you have to be perfect. Think in terms that you have to be total. Totality will give you a different dimension. (coughs) Be total. When it comes to observing each ainamsha, be total. A holistic view of all Ayanamsas and respecting every ainamsha is critical to your growth as an astrologer. Remember, those who respect others grow in life and those who try to look down upon others stale and stuck in life. It is your awareness that decides the future course of your life. And so it is up to you to focus on expanding your awareness by taking efforts, by turning inwards, by meditating and chanting daily. And all of this has to happen today because tomorrow never comes. (coughs) Always remember, tomorrow never comes. It is always today. Start meditating from today itself. The more you meditate, the more you would be able to resonate with the higher consciousness Ainamshas. It is possible. it is always possible, because it is possible. it is always possible, because every human birth, you have the willpower to change your destiny by focusing on your self-growth, your self-transformation. Remember, astrology is not above God. Astrology is just a small part. Of this vast cosmic universe called Brahma or the spiritual emptiness, Shunyata. Love to all my listeners and followers. Stay blessed and remember to meditate every day. Jai Sri Ganesha, Jai Guru. Much focus is on the self. Person becomes selfish with this placement. However, this placement gives a muscular body if the person is a male, or a beautiful, attractive body if the person is a female. Depending on the sign in which Rahu is placed, the appearance may vary. The subal desire of this placement is to shine in the society, to become a hero, the person, the subal desire of this placement is to shine in the society. The desire is to become a hero. The person just loves to talk about himself. It is always about me, when it comes to Rahu in the first house. This is a good placement for film personalities, political leaders and board management executives. It is very difficult to know a person having Rahu in the first house because such a Rahu gives a solid mask, that is a solid personality. And so getting to know the reality of such a person is not possible, and so if the horoscope is negative and poor in quality, then such a person can also become a fraud, a cheater who cannot be caught because he is a master thief. However, from a positive perspective, this is a good placement for those who aim, whose aim is to shine in the society. Such as modeling, acting, news anchoring, all that brings glamour is what this Rahu likes. It is a highly extrovert placement with much focus on me, my and I. Because of too much of I, the marriage partner suffers and many a times this placement can trigger a divorce Especially if seventh house or seventh house lord is afflicted. Enough for today. Tomorrow I will share about Rahu in the second house. Stay tuned. Jai Sri Ganesha. Jai Guru. <coughs> the placement of Rahu in a specific house, signify the subtle desire of the native. It is this subtle desire that has led you to this current birth cycle. In this series, I will try to reveal the basic essence of Rahu's placement in 12 houses of the birth chart and i will also share certain remedies for each house placement of rahu so let's begin rahu in first house much focus is on the self such a native has a powerful personality He or she wants to emerge as a champion. This placement gives a muscular body if the person is a male or a beautiful, attractive body if the person is a female. The legendary famous Hollywood actress Marlene Monroe also had this placement and she was known for her beauty and graceful appearance. Generally, men and women with this placement look much youthful by appearance even though they may have crossed the age of 50. Depending on the sign in which Rahu is placed, the appearance may vary. The subtle desire of this placement is to shine in the society. The person wants to emerge as a hero. The person just loves to talk about himself. It is always about me when it comes to Rahu in the first house. This is a good placement for film personalities, for political leaders and for board management executives. It is very difficult to know a person having Rahu in the first house because such a Rahu gives a solid mask that is a solid personality and so getting to know the reality of such a person is not possible and so if the horoscope is negative and poor in quality then such a person can also become a fraud, a cheater who cannot be caught because he is a master thief. However, From positive perspective, this is a good placement for those who aim to shine in the society. Through modeling, through acting, through news anchoring. All that brings glamour is what this Rahu likes. It is a highly extrovert placement with much focus on me, my and I. Because of too much of I... The marriage partner suffers and many a times this placement can trigger a divorce especially if seventh house or seventh house lord is afflicted. Happiness from marriage is not possible from this placement unless the 7th house lord and 7th house are well placed. Many a time such a person remains unmarried though he may have relationships with several women. No matter in which level of the society this man or woman is born, they always make their mark on the society. They always appear outstanding and attractive to others. Rahu 1 native is always keen on leading the pack. And so many leaders are born with this placement. This is a good placement for politicians. The current vice president of US, Kamala Harris, has this placement. These natives like to take the lead in whatsoever they do. Henry Ford introduced the first affordable American car, Ford Model T, on October 1908. He converted the automobile from an expensive curiosity into an accessible conveyance that profoundly impacted the landscape of the 20th century. Henry Ford had Rahu placed in first house this is a highly dynamic placement certainly this is not spiritual but highly materialistic placement for rahu and the person does extremely well in the material world since he or she has arrived with the subtle desire to make a lasting impression on others (coughs) In my next video, I will talk more on Rahu in 2nd house. Stay blessed, stay tuned and remember to meditate every day. <coughs> the remedy for Rahu in 1st house is reciting Vishnu sahasranam every day chanting the holy mantra om vishnave namaha om vishnave namaha om vishnave namaha for 20 minutes every morning and evening and feeding the fishes on every wednesdays enough for now in my next video i am going to talk more on Rahu in second house. So stay tuned, stay blessed and remember to meditate every day. Jai Sri Ganesha, Jai Guru. Rahu in second house brings much focus on wealth building this placement gives the ability to deliver great speeches u.s president abraham lincoln has this placement and he was known for his great speeches nelson mandela also had this placement many of his speeches became historic and revolutionized the south african society Many millionaires and billionaires are born with this placement. Joseph Stalin and Vladimir Putin also has this placement. Bangalore-based astrologer B.V. Raman also had this placement. Even though you may not become a millionaire, still this Rahu will always ensure that you have enough money to spend. Such a person likes to shine in the family. He is always out to help, to serve, but in return, he expects appreciation. He likes to become the boss of his family. Because of too much attachment with family members, such a person is often hurt because the more you remain attached with family, the more you are bound to get hurt. Attachment gives birth to expectations and such a person expects much from the family or either the family expects much from such a person. Either way, both remain unsatisfied because both have huge expectations from each other. The native expects a lot from the family and the family expects a lot from the person, leading to utter mess in matters of family. If Rahu is with Shani in this house and the second house lord is weak or afflicted, then the person suffers in matters of eyes and teeth. Frequent visits to eye doctor and dentist is common with displacement. The basic subtle desire of Rahu in second house is to have a good bank balance. Money makes them feel safe and happy. Money makes them feel safe and happy. Money minded people are often seen with displacement. It is difficult to churn out money from such a person because he is very slow on spending and fast on saving. Depending on the quality of the horoscope, the person may also become a miser. But from a positive perspective, these men and women are experts when it comes to managing wealth. And so good bankers, wealth management executives are born with this placement. In short, they know how and when and where to use money. And so if you have a wife with this placement, then she will always ensure that you save money for the rainy days. Rahu in second house in a good sign such as Virgo, Gemini, Libra or Taurus can give a good appealing face. Many beautiful women are born with this Rahu placement. However, one significant aspect of this placement is that the person often becomes a victim of evil eye, Buri Nazar, and so it is necessary that you wear certain amulets to keep yourself safe. The remedy for Rahu in second house is to recite or listen to Sri Suktam every day. Chant the holy mantra Om Namah Shivaya for 20 minutes every morning and evening and feed black ants <coughs> and feed black ants with sugar powder mixed with wheat powder on every Mondays. Next, I will talk more on Rahu in Third House. So you all stay tuned and stay blessed. Jai Sri Ganesha, Jai Guru. Rahu in Third House is a highly adventurous placement. Native loves to travel and go on mountains and do all kind of things that bring a certain thrilling experience to his life biking driving doing certain stunts the person is wild by heart a better placement for rahu since it brings a certain di- since it brings a certain dynamism a better placement for rahu since it brings a certain Dynamism to the person having this placement. Excellent journalists, writers, communication specialists and news anchors are born with this placement. In fact, Rahu III is a born journalist, attains much fame in journalism or becomes a famous author. Spiritual teacher and self-help author of the best-selling book, The Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle has this placement. (coughs) Rahu alone in third house may not fructify these results in totality. However, when Rahu is in conjunction with some planet, then these results fructify in the true sense. Eckhart has Rahu with moon in third house. The subtle desire is to shine through communication. The person understands that he or she is a messenger and is born to share a certain important message with this human world. These people like to impress others through their conversation. They are good conversationalists. <coughs> they are good in conversations. They are good when it comes to having conversations. Many language experts are born with this placement. They have a very natural attraction towards learning foreign languages and many also succeed in becoming foreign language experts. Such a Rahu is a safe Rahu and so it is good to have Rahu in third house, since Rahu is not very destructive in this position. Although the sign and the nakshatra and third house lord matters much when it comes to the final results of Rahu in third house, but in general this is a highly active, dynamic and dashing placement for Rahu and that exactly is the subtle desire of the native to make a lasting impression through his communication abilities and his action oriented dynamism this rahu also makes the person highly sexual by nature if venus is good in the horoscope then the person may enjoy abundance of sexual pleasures in his or her life the remedy For Rahu in third house is to recite or listen to Bhagavad Gita every day. Chant the holy mantra Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare for twenty minutes every morning and evening and feed parrots and pigeons with millet grains on every Wednesdays. Next, I will talk more on Rahu in fourth house. You all stay blessed, and remember to meditate every day. Jai Sri Ganesha, Jai Guru. Rahu in fourth house is a highly materialistic person, deeply emotional by nature, attached to mother and mother is also very much attached to her son. The subtle desire of the person is towards building a strong foundation such as home or properties. Many a time such a person's time is spent on finding a solution to disputes related to properties. The greatest Russian author of all time, Leo Tolstoy, had Rahu in fourth house and he was against the prevailing property laws in Russian society. Leo Tolstoy has a great impact on Mahatma Gandhi. In 1908, Leo Tolstoy wrote an article titled A Letter to a Hindu, which expressed his belief in non-violence as a means for India to gain independence from the British rule. In 1909, Mahatma Gandhi read a copy of the letter when he was becoming an activist in South Africa. He wrote <coughs> <coughs> He wrote to Tolstoy seeking proof that he was the author, which led to further correspondence. Tolstoy's The Kingdom of God is Within You also helped to convince young Gandhi of non-violent resistance adept Gandhi acknowledged in his autobiography calling Leo Tolstoy the greatest apostle of non-violence that the present age has produced their correspondence lasted only a year From October nineteen zero nine until Tolstoy's death in November nineteen ten. But led (coughs) (coughs) but the impact of Leo Tolstoy, but the impact of Tolstoy's, but Tolstoy. But this led Mahatma Gandhi to give the name Tolstoy Colony to his second ashram in South Africa. Both men also believed in the merits of being vegetarian, which was also a subject of many of Tolstoy's essays. Incidentally, both men had Rahu with Moon. The only difference was that Leo Tolstoy had a moon rahu in fourth house while mahatma gandhi had a moon rahu in tenth house fourth house moon person seeks happiness in life but generally is devoid of happiness this is indeed a very tragic placement because life of such a native is often filled with many tragic events and unfortunate happenings This is also an accidental prone placement. Fourth house is the very center of human life. And so when Rahu falls in the fourth house, the person is never able to settle in life. It may happen that he may have a good house, good parents, and a good job but still he always feels that he is not well settled in life and that something is missing in his life and that is love. Such a person longs for love but love seems to dodge him and he remains thirsty for love. <clears throat> if the horoscope is of poor quality, then the person may die with many unfulfilled desires. And most of these unfulfilled desires are related to home, family, and love in life. It may happen that such a Rahu may often connect the person with properties or lands that are haunted or are having certain major vastu-dosh. There is always some supernatural element connected with the house of Rahu for native. Depending on the sign and the lord of the fourth house, these supernatural elements can be negative are positive. If it is negative, then the house is haunted by ghosts. If it is positive, then there is some guiding angel present in the house in which a Rahu for native stays. Since this placement brings much focus on personal issues of life, progress in professional life slows down. The person is focused on the many deeper aspects of human life, especially the emotional dimensions of human life. (coughs) (coughs) Leo Tolstoy authored many great books on the various emotional aspects of human life. He was more focused on the internal cleansing, since his Rahu was in the 4th house while Mahatma Gandhi was more focused on social cleansing since his Rahu was in the 10th house. I have seen many great, talented, well-known personalities suffering in their career because of their internal family issues and disputes. Rahu in 4th house native is a very easy target. When it comes to black magic, such a native suffers a lot due to black magic spells. In worst scenarios, I have seen such a person admitted to a mental hospital because of too much of mental disturbance and worries. Rahu for natives should try to balance their emotions, else this placement can cause much mental turmoil. The remedy for Rahu in 4th house is to recite or listen to Hanuman Chalisa every day. Neem Karoli Baba always used to say that every word of Hanuman Chalisa is a maha mantra itself. Chat the holy mantra Sriram Ram Jai Ram Jai Jai Ram for 20 minutes every morning and evening and feed cows with minimum 5 fresh rotis and around 250 gram jaggery powder every Thursday. In my next video I will talk more on Rahu in fifth house. You all stay blessed And remember to meditate every day. Jai Sri Ganesha, Jai Guru Rahu in 5th house is a very creative person. Such a person does well in creative fields such as cinema, drama, news media, medical surgery. Or even in politics. Julia Roberts, the famous Hollywood actress, is born with this placement. The subtle desire of this Rahu is to shine as the most talented and intelligent person. They just love to showcase their intelligence. Many scholars and pandits are born with this placement. A student with this placement is generally found to be an intelligent, bright student. This is a good placement for politicians. Rahu in 5th gives a certain artistic talent and so many great artists, actors and drama artists are born with this placement. One specific trademark of Rahu in 5th is that such a person Often goes through multiple love affairs. It is as if without having a love affair, they feel a certain emptiness in their life. And so they are always in search of love. They cannot stay single for long. They always need someone to mingle with. Now it is a different story that this mingling costs them heavily in life. Because it brings along much dramatic events in their life, which they had never thought of. (coughs) One good thing about Rahu in fifth house is that the person is good at learning. In fact, they like to learn. They always like to learn something new every day. They are good learners and maybe that is what makes them great doctors and engineers. Always remember, a cheap person always comments negatively, and such a person is never able to learn anything, because his or her focus is always on the negative side. On this public forum, there are many cheap people who comment And I don't even look at their comment. Because I know. That these people are going to suffer a lot in their life. Their comment. Shows how cheap. They are. Remember. Your comment. Exposes you. You become naked. When you comment. Because every word of your comment. Is being noted. And that is what makes a difference. A good learner always focuses on learning. If he doesn't like something, he will move on. But he will never comment negatively. Because he is not a cheap person. These natives aims at becoming a topper in university. They want to earn a gold medal. They want to shine as the most intelligent and bright student of the year. And if this Rahu is powerful and the horoscope is of good quality, then such a Rahu always helps the native to win competitions and earn good grades in examinations. Be aware when you are competing with a native having Rahu in fifth house because these fellows are too good at playing games and many even become great sport athletics with this placement. (coughs) Overall, Rahu in fifth is a high voltage placement filled with a lot of romance, studies, adventures and the urge of being recognized as the most intelligent scholarly person. A girlfriend having Rahu in fifth will never bore you because she has many stories to share with you. And so does a boyfriend having Rahu in fifth. These are good entertainers and many even become leaders in entertainment business. J.K. Rowling the author of harry potter has this placement this rahu placement gives an inclination towards writing because writing is also a <coughs> because writing is also an art barack obama has this placement and before becoming the president of us he had authored a wonderful book titled Audacity of Hope, which became a bestseller. Obama has his Rahu in the fifth house. Philosophy is one major interest, and many attain doctorate in philosophy. Jiddu Krishnamurti was a philosopher, speaker, and writer. He had a Rahu in fifth house. Overall, this placement of Rahu, Though it is quite dramatic in the matters of relationships or love affairs, still, this Rahu gives the potential to learn complex subjects as well as this Rahu enables the native to win competitions and elections. (coughs) It is a positive placement for politicians. Indian Prime Minister Sri Narendra Modi also has this placement. <coughs> the remedy for Rahu in fifth house is to recite or listen to Atharva Shirsha every day. Chant the holy mantra Om Gam Ganapataye Namah. OM GAM GANAPATAYE NAMAH OM GAM GANAPATAYE NAMAH For 20 minutes every morning and evening. And feed stray dogs every Sunday with homemade good quality fresh food. Or you may also provide them with dog food available in pet stores. Whatever is convenient for you. But feed stray dogs every Sunday. In my next video, I will talk more on Rahu in Sixth House. You all stay blessed and remember to meditate every day. Jai Sri Ganesha, Jai Guru. The subtle desire of Rahu in Sixth House native is to win over the enemies. Such a Rahu is so good at defeating his enemies that a native having this Rahu is almost invincible and rarely would accept defeat in war. Such a native has a never give up attitude. If you have a Rahu 6 native as your competitor in your office, then he will succeed in going ahead of you. He will get more rewarding appraisal than you because he knows how to impress his boss. Government executives with this placement do exceptionally well in their service and earn fast promotions in their career. (coughs) This is the most comfortable placement for Rahu. However this placement makes the person too attached with his work and workplace. Even after leaving his office premise, he is constantly thinking about his work, his boss, his team. As a result, this placement prevents him from experiencing the marital happiness in life. Marriage suffers because of this placement. However, if the wife is also having Rahu in sixth, then there is no problem. Because then you have two workaholic persons. And so who will blame who? However, if the wife is not a Rahu sixth person, then she suffers much at the hands of Rahu six person, because such a native is unable to find work life balance. <coughs> 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 Rahu 6 brings much focus on physical fitness. And so such a person is blessed with good health because he or she takes much effort in keeping himself or herself fit by exercising daily. Rahu equals to obsession and so you may find fitness freaks with this placement. They seem to be much obsessed with doing rigorous exercises. Bodybuilders, fitness coach, and professions related to general physical wellness is good for these natives and many also become good medical practitioners with this placement. Revenge. Yes. These natives are revengeful by nature. They cannot let go. And so if you offend them, then they will definitely retaliate with great force and conviction. In politics, this is the most sought-after placement because Rahu 6 is always a sign of attaining victory over the opponents. Many great political leaders are born with Rahu Six. Our first prime minister, Jawaharlal Nehru, was also born with Rahu in Sixth House. Great lawyers are also born with Rahu in Sixth House. In fact, Nehru was also a learned lawyer. In fact, Nehru was also a learned lawyer. In fact, Nehru was also a lawyer. Daily life is often engulfed with all kind of disputes, problems, conflicts. However, the native has attained the mastery of dealing with all kind of challenges in life, and that indeed is his subtle desire, that is to overcome these many challenges of life and emerge as a hero and thereby receive the appreciation of others. That is why this is an excellent position for those men and women who deal with the many challenges of human life, who deal with the many sorrows and miseries of human life. They want to serve those men and women who are in trouble. Mother Teresa has this placement. She provided shelter to many orphan children. Lawyers, medical doctors, politicians, social activists, they all deal with the problems of the society. And Rahu in Sixth House is perfect in providing the necessary strength and motivation to serve the society. The remedy for Rahu in 6th house is to recite or listen to Hanuman Chalisa every day. Chant the holy mantra Om Hanumate Namaha for 20 minutes every morning and evening and feed monkeys with bananas and chickpeas. In my next video, I will talk more on Rahu in 7th house. You all stay blessed. And remember to meditate every day. Jai Sri Ganesha, Jai Guru. Rahu in Eighth House is a mystical placement. Person takes great interest in all kind of mysteries of life and also loves to solve these mysteries. Birth, death and love, these are the only three mysteries of life and these all are beyond the mind. A person having Rahu in eighth house is keen on learning more about these three mysteries of life. Deep interest in occultism, deep interest in the matters of the other world, the unseen world exists with this placement. If the horoscope is of good quality, then the native may also take interest in meditations and in practicing yoga. Yoga guru and spiritual teacher Sri Aurobindo was born with this placement. Attracting towards... Attraction towards exotic arts, exotic cultures of the faraway lands, is seen with this placement. Rahu eight can lead to accidents and sudden happenings in life. The late Prime Minister Sri Rajiv Gandhi was born with Rahu in eighth house. He was killed in a bomb blast. Sudden death is one trait of this placement life of such a native <coughs> life of such a native is always on the threshold because there is always something happening in his life that deeply impacts his psyche and his perspectives such a person goes through a cycle of transformations and at each stage of and at each and at each stage of self transformation his perspective continues to change and as his perspective towards life changes so does his way of thinking michael jackson has this rahu in the 8th house <coughs> <coughs> Michael Jackson had Rahu in 8th house. He went through a major physical transformation. He was a black American but through modern medical assistance he had a complete new face. He was born as black American but he transformed himself into a white American through plastic surgery. This is a very special placement for Rahu and thus the native is also a special person. In fact, this placement makes the native feel that he indeed is a special person born with a special mission. This Rahu eight brings a certain depth of understanding to the native. And so such a person is not a shallow person. He has the ability to understand that which a common person may not be able to understand great researchers doctorate candidates are born with displacement This is also a good placement for detective and investigation officers because Rahu 8 is always interested to know what lies beneath. And so, uncovering or exposing a sensational matter is what these people like, and they also work diligently towards attaining success in their mission. Investigation reporters. Or criminal journalists do well with this placement. This is also a good placement for psychologists and criminal lawyers. On the negative side, the person may become a victim of black magic or the native may indulge in practicing black magic spells on others. And so a witch or a warlock is born with this placement. Since 8th is the house that deals with all kinds of supernatural elements of this universe, such as black magic spells, voodoo spells and all kinds of arts related to ghosts, Rahu in 8th native always comes in contact with these elements, either by chance or by choice. Rahu-8 native should always practice caution while driving or riding because road accidents is common with displacement. In fact, Rahu-8 should try to use more of a car than a bike since car provides more protection than a bike. And if you are riding a bike, then always wear a good quality helmet. One significant trend of this placement is airplane crash. Although there is no control over events such as airplane crash, Rahu 8 natives should follow all the safety guidelines while traveling by airplane. This placement brings more fear in life, And so to overcome fear, the native must have strong faith in his heart. The end of life is often tragic by nature. There is always some drama in such native's life. This Rahu placement has the potential to bring much fame and wealth in native's life. Though the native is not able to enjoy much as this placement often gives a shorter span of life. <coughs> <coughs> the remedy for Rahu in 8th house is to recite or listen to hariwansh Purana every day. Chant the holy mantra Om Namah Shivai, for 20 minutes every morning and evening and start feeding the fishes. You can also keep an aquarium in your house and feed the fishes daily with quality fish food. In my next video I will talk more on Rahu in ninth house. You all stay blessed and remember to meditate every day. Jai Sri Ganesha, Jai Guru.